0: Welcome to Talking Wyndham, your weekly insight into the people who make our city surprising, fascinating, vibrant and interesting. Talking Wyndham is an initiative of the Committee for Wyndham. All the latest news and events are on our website and Facebook page.
1: Hi, and welcome to episode 101 of the Talking Wyndham podcast. Our wild celebrations for the 100th episode have been put on hold while we do this one. Uh, today, you'll meet Carmel Filippone from M&C Accountants. Carmel's a longtime resident of Williams Landing in the Hoppers Crossing area, and also, of course, has been in the accountancy business for over 20 years. So, it'll be a fascinating chat with Carmel. That is coming up shortly. And, of course, we're here with thanks to the Committee for Wyndham. A reminder about the Committee for Wyndham's brand new website. It's looking good. So, if you want to know about the flow program if you want to know about the benefits of being a member if you want to check out uh, some of the previous episodes of this podcast you can do all that on the new website or on the facebook page the committee for windham so well done to the creators of the new website hope you enjoy it and i hope you enjoyed this chat with carmel filipone from mnc accountants carmel
0: how are you
1: i'm well thank you yourself
0: very well thank you well
1: let's have a chat for the talking windham podcast shall we let's
0: I had to listen to your podcast this
1: morning which which one did you listen to?
0: your um wedding.
1: Ah yes, uh, night Ollie Yes. yes, it wasn't my particular wedding, but there was um, <laughs> we, we, were, we were discussing wedding. it's been a few years since I've wet the bed, but that's uh, I can still I can still remember the trauma. <laughs> so Carmel, you're a longtime resident of uh, of Williams landing. I am
0: I've been here for um nine and a half years now.
1: Which is pretty much from the I, from the start, isn't it? Really
0: correct. So it was probably about a year before that where we actually bought off the plan and drove here when there was absolutely nothing and it was still a airbase. Yep. And then we purchased. We saw the area grow in stages um, to what it is today.
1: It's amazing uh, because I, I, as a kid, lived in Ulm Street, which is around the back of where the uh, the front of the Air Force Base is. And driving past it for so many years, it was just, you know, the little, just the, the, the huge dish at the front and then the, the big golf ball at the back and in between that was just a landing strip, which is now uh, literally where you live. Exactly right.
0: It's similar to you. I used to live in hoppers and used to work in a city. I used to drive past it every day and you wouldn't believe, you know, when there's – it's like when you're building a house and there's no furniture or fittings or walls. You just think, how can that meeting house is sitting there? <laughs> it's um, really developing into a really, really big area.
1: What was, the, what was the attraction to you? Why did you think that would be – I mean, you're in Hoppers, you said. Why did you think moving from Hoppers to there would be – what was the attraction?
0: The attraction is twofold. The first one was that the state government had committed to putting a train station ah. at Williams Landing. And the second one was that it was the developer. So the developer was Cedar Woods, and I'd only seen good things about them. Pretty much that they actually did what they said they were going to do. So that was a positive as well.
1: Yeah. The, the train station was a massive part of that whole development.
0: You know what? It really was because with the train, to get into the city... It's so feasible. The ability to walk to the train station. Also, it's a, um, a manned station at night, so it's safe and secure. It really is just like an entranceway or gateway into the area.
1: Yeah. No, I mean, it had a, they had initial problems with it, obviously with the parking because they completely underestimated how popular it was going to be.
0: Yeah. Well, the other side, which is of the freeway, which is Point Cook, they don't have anything. So you've got all the Point Cook area, which is a massive development as well as all of Windham Bale, come into this station. Although my office looks onto the pup car park and since COVID, it's been pretty empty.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Jeez. Everything's been a bit empty uh, since, uh, since COVID, except maybe our bellies because we sit around and eat a lot. <laughs> Oh, that's so true. <laughs> <laughs> in talking about William's Landing and, and the way it's developed in the in the ten year, nearly ten years that you've been there, I mean you've obviously seen enormous changes there, and I mean it's it's changing every day. The getting in and out of it now is a hell of a lot easier, and it, it's just it's become a really really good little area, hasn't it?
0: It really has. So It's become well, obviously size wide. It, it's grown, but it's now great because it's got um, commercial as well as residential but it's still got the community feel. So you'll go to a local park, there's lots of parks in the area, and all the mums and dads say hello, or even if you're walking around, people just say hello. So it's a friendly area.
1: Yeah. Uh, you mentioned your offices there. Uh, was was that a – I mean, that's obviously a, a big plus if you don't have to do the enormous amount of travel to and from the city that you said you are once doing from hoppers.
0: Yeah, so I can now work, walk to and from work. Um, and I walk every day, and, look, the paths and the way they've constructed everything just makes it all easy to do.
1: Yeah. It is, it is good when it's new, though, isn't it? That makes a big difference too.
0: Yeah. Look, the whole area feels new. The building that I'm in is new. I guess 10 years is still new in some respects. Oh, yeah. And it all looks new.
1: In terms of um, people knowing where Williams Landing is, is that is that something that's developing quickly or has that taken some time when you say on oh, my offices in Williams Landing they go, Where's that?
0: It's interesting. So anyone who knows the Melbourne train line will picture it straight away. Yeah. So they all know where Williams Landing is. And as time progresses and as the offices come here and the shopping centre um, is here, people just know about it. So it's getting easier to be able to see Williams Landing and people know where it is rather than seeing the old rack base.
1: Yeah. Target's obviously been a big part of putting it on the map, hasn't it?
0: Yes, Target as well. That building is massive and people driving from Melbourne to Geelong will always pick out that building. So tell us
1: about your business, M&C Accountants. uh, Tell us a bit, bit about the background of that.
0: So I have been doing public practice tax returns for about 22 years now. I still love what I do. So I started up a business called m Accountants and last year we saw that Cedar Woods had a building for sale or offices, office spaces for sale, um, just opposite the shopping center, so in the town center. So we purchased one of those. Timing-wise, it settled on the 29th of May, which was at the start of COVID, so it was yeah. interesting. But um, it's been my savior during COVID because within 5Ks, I could walk to the office And my views, I can see from the Yu Yangs all around to the CBD. So I've got a corner office and the sun streams in and my views are spectacular.
1: Oh, good. Oh, beautiful.
0: Yeah. So I can't complain there. And work-wise, look, I actually just called Westbourne Grammar, so the local school, and offered to take on a work experience student these coming holidays because we're all about giving back to the community. Um, so we'll have that starting, and we've just been trying to chip in and help out mums and dads and businesses to get through cash flow wise through COVID by applying for grants and and um, helping them out wherever we can.
1: The money side of the effects of COVID—I mean, we all know about the uh, the health uh, side effects and and the way that's that's happened. But the the money effects we've we've seen uh, detailed fairly fairly reasonably well in the uh, in the press for the business side of it. But just for the mums and dads, as you mentioned there, it's had a big effect, hasn't
0: it? It really has. And you know what, William's landing has been amazing. There have been people that have put shelves outside their front doors with food for um, anyone that can't afford it. All
1: right.
0: Everyone's just helping everyone out. It's hurt everyone.
1: Yeah. From your point of view, working with small businesses and and that in the area, that's, uh, I mean, because you couldn't get in and out of anywhere, you weren't allowed to go anywhere, that's that's obviously had, again, the ripple effect of that.
0: Yeah. So literally, thank goodness for the internet (laughs) because Zoom meetings were happening left, right and centre. I personally, or m accountants personally, made it their job to call every single client that we look after to see how they were going. And look, a lot of our day during the toughest of it was listening to clients and their financial troubles. We had it tough. Yep. All accountants had it tough. But um, I can honestly say I was able to help out all of my businesses and none of them have folded to date.
1: Yeah, that's so. That's terrific. We've
0: been working hard with them, so I'm super happy about that.
1: You'd be happy with that result uh, if we didn't have COVID, let alone uh, throwing COVID into the uh, into the mix as well.
0: Oh, that's so true.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Carmel, do you sense a uh, you know a, a confidence uh, re-emerging out of the kind of uh, out of the back of this now?
0: You know what I do, and I can see it in people's spirits because events are starting to come up and people are starting to. Like even just in my building, um, all the offices are moving in. You see people in the hallways. Um, there's going to be events in the area to get us all to know each other. So people are starting to believe that things are going to improve. Yeah. There's definitely positivity in the air.
1: The only, I guess, the, the the one kind of dark cloud is uh, the JobKeeper is either about to finish for people or has already finished for a lot of people with this this last payment. Are you expecting that to have, a, have a, a detrimental effect on the next couple of months?
0: For my client base, the number of people who were able to get this last round of JobKeeper in comparison to the previous one was 30%. So, that's a 70% drop. So, businesses are improving and I don't see it being an issue for my businesses.
1: Yeah. One of the things I know that uh, that you're very keen on is, is putting back, as you mentioned already, in, back into the community in, in various ways. You do it through some sporting organisations as well?
0: I do. I um, actually just had an AGM on Sunday uh, for Australian Taekwondo Victoria, where I was acting president. Um, but we now just elected a new president, which is wonderful. And so we meet up every month, and that's one way I can give back to the community.
1: And uh, obviously, you're, you're a down at City West as well?
0: Yes. So I train at City West Taekwondo. I'm there three days a week, although this week I have been helping out on the teaching side and helping kids with get, get ready for gradings. And it's great to help kids from as young as four, um, and even older than me, learn how to defend themselves.
1: Yeah, it's, uh, and also has a lot of uh, effects in terms of just mental health and that uh, Taekwondo in terms of uh, allowing yourself to kind of embrace your, your aggression and those things and, and learning how to channel that, which is a really important thing for, for for all of us, I think.
0: Yeah, that's one of the reasons I chose Taekwondo because it's not about just the competition side. It's not about just patterns or fighting. It's also about flexibility, coordination and as you said, mental strength.
1: Yeah, um, Carl, if you were if you were telling someone about, and you, you quite obviously do about William's Landing and about to, you know the fact that you've got your your both your home life and your business life are wrapped up in that uh, in that postcode, what, what would you tell them about uh, William's Landing, and what what should they look for in the in the in the place?
0: I would tell them that I live in William's Landing, I work in William's Landing, but I have clients from Geelong to the eastern suburbs and Williams Landing is the ideal spot to be. Traffic-wise or public transport-wise, you can get to anywhere and everywhere. And people on the other side of the city don't realise how easy it is to get here. Um, We're just off the freeway exit as well, so it's super quick. I mean, what is it, 25 k's to the city? Yep. Yeah, it, it really is the ideal hub.
1: If uh, if you had a, a little fairy uh, wand and you could you could do one make one change, what would you change if anything? What would you what would in you in Williams Landing? Yeah, what would you bring that isn't there now or?
0: Oh, good question. You know what? I think I'd speed up stage two of the shopping centre. Right. So where there's a bit more um retail shopping for me.
1: Yeah, yeah fair
0: <laughs> enough. Fair enough. <laughs> but um look, I think one of the attractions that a lot of people like is that like even the little things, the number of parks or that the electricity lines are all underground. So it just looks neat and pretty and, like I said, everyone's friendly, which is always a bonus.
1: It's quite spooky when you drive around, isn't it, because because you don't see the uh, the, the electricity being underground. It, it, it's a different look.
0: Yeah, it really is. And you see the trees grow and you don't have to worry about power lines or anything. And actually, near me, they've just parked a new road today. Um, and put the lights up, so it's constantly growing and constantly improving.
1: Yeah, one of the things it wouldn't have had nine years ago or nine and a half years ago when you moved in was traffic lights, but there's a few of them around now.
0: Oh, there's now a um, it's almost a freeway. It's four lanes in each direction to cut through Williams Landing yep. and more big roads proposed.
1: Around the back where the Leaks Road part of it is and Palmer's Road and that, that's all, that's all been widened and uh, extra lanes around that area now too as well.
0: Yeah, I was just about to say that because the overpass bridge that they've put there for the Federation Trail is amazing as well.
1: Yep. And the other thing is in terms of uh, doing exercise and going for walks and riding bikes and that, it's flat as too, which is nice and handy.
0: It is. It's brilliant because there's a lot of um, parents with kids and wherever you walk, you'll always see little kids on their bike or in my street at the moment, there's kids with their rollerblades and um, roller skates. So it's good for them and good to see kids outside in yep. general.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Also
0: people walking, even adults walking around. And as I said, I do walk to work. <laughs>
1: yeah, that's very handy. Uh, what's 2021 look for you, Carmel? A, a, a good year ahead?
0: 2021 is going to be a brilliant year. I am looking forward to um, my first work experience kid and I will have many more of those. We're hoping to help a whole range of new clients and really just give back more to the community.
1: Thanks for having a chat with us on the Talking Window podcast. Really appreciate your time and uh, good luck for 2021.
0: Thank you very much and thank you for having me. My
1: well, thanks to Carmel for her time and uh, hope she continues to enjoy walking and living in Williams Landing sure she will. Uh, Now, I just want to point out that on the new website uh, for the Committee for Wyndham, there's a lovely little spot there where all the podcasts sit. All 100 episodes now, 101 episodes of the podcast. Whether you want to go back and have a listen to the great Mervyn Gregory Hughes, whether you want to check out the Winnovation winners that we've had over the last couple of episodes, um, some terrific stories there. CFA legend Terry Head, Katrina Jones, Wendy Knight from the Little River News Review. There's so much to uh, discover about our area, and it's all sitting there on the website and on the Facebook page in the podcast area, so have a listen if you get a chance. Hope you've enjoyed this edition of the Talking Windham podcast. Until next time, I'm Kevin Hillier. Take care of yourself.
0: Thanks for listening. Talking Windham is an initiative of the Committee for Windham. All the latest news and events are on our website and Facebook page.